The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. The long-awaited Office of the Children's Ombudsman is now up and running. It was created to advocate for changes to Virginia's child welfare system and independently investigate complaints. Whitney Evans reports. Governor Glenn Youngkin announced good news for Virginia's foster care system this week. This past weekend, not a single child in Virginia was sleeping in a government office. That is extraordinary. His administration, working with the new Children's Ombudsman, has already taken on a crisis facing kids who are in the system. More than 150 slept in hotels, emergency rooms, and local government offices last year because of a shortage of foster homes. Advocacy groups have been pushing for this sort of one-stop shop for the state's child welfare system for decades. Kristen Lennox is with Voices for Virginia's Children. This office has the potential to help Virginia DSS comprehensively identify the extent, causes, and locations of serious problems within our foster care system, for which we are currently ranked 50th in the country. Prior to the creation of the office, Lennox says families often felt they had nowhere to turn and even feared retaliation if they made a complaint. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Virginia Senator Tim Kaine says a U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade would threaten longstanding law on privacy and equal protection. Prior to this landmark ruling, Kaine says it was clear not everyone was treated equally by state laws on reproductive health. Where states were criminalizing women and health care providers for birth control. Now, I, I'm not aware that there were efforts to criminalize males for using condoms. This was focused at women. Kane told reporters yesterday that he's concerned that removing the federal protection for abortions would result in the same kind of imbalanced enforcement. In his view, that would violate the 14th Amendment. That amendment was ratified in 1868 following the Civil War and has been used by the court in desegregating schools and legalizing gay marriage. The leaked draft of the U.S. Supreme Court's ruling has caused many to wonder what the impact will be in Virginia. Without any action from the General Assembly, third-trimester abortions will still be legal in the state. But Democratic Delegate Sally Hudson from Charlottesville says we're still stuck in limbo. That's because the legislature is divided, with Republicans holding power in the House and Democrats in control of the state Senate. So we have to watch every move of this governor and the small ways they can make it more difficult to get an abortion, even if it remains legal. Because there's a big difference between having a right to an abortion and having meaningful access to the procedure. VPM News Focal Point spoke with Hudson one-on-one about the implications of this ruling. Watch tonight on VPM PBS at 8 for the full story. Two pieces of land in King William County have been put into a trust to benefit the Upper Mattapani Tribe. Tribal officials say the land was accepted by the Bureau of Indian Affairs last month and totals nearly 28 acres. It will now be governed by tribal laws rather than state laws. The property includes the historic Sharon Indian School, the tribe's government center, and its powwow grounds. 
Because of the land trust, the Upper Mattapani can now access several federal programs and services, including economic development and housing initiatives. Newly released rankings from the University of Wisconsin highlight health disparities between high-earning and low-earning communities. Brian Murphy from partner station WHRO has more. Hampton Roads' historic triangle includes some of the healthiest cities and counties in the state. A new national ranking puts York County, James City County, and the city of Pocosin all among the top 10 for health outcomes in Virginia. But step over the city line into Newport News or Hampton, and suddenly you're in the bottom half of the statewide health rankings. The ratings from the University of Wisconsin's Population Health Institute factor in more than access to hospitals or smoking rates. They also highlight just how big a role economic stability, or lack thereof, plays in people's health. The report points to stagnant wages, continuing racial and gender discrimination, and the ballooning costs of things like housing and childcare as direct threats to people's health. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. The study also ranked Petersburg as the least healthy city in the state. Congresswoman Elaine Luria wants to know if there is a connection between conditions on the USS George Washington and the deaths of seven personnel over the past 12 months. Four of those people died by suicide. The carrier is docked in Newport News for an overhaul, a massive maintenance project. Luria told reporters this week that the Navy is investigating whether conditions during the work contributed to the deaths. I think there's a lot of stress on the crew because the availability has run long and been extended again. Um, one of the common things I heard from the junior sailors across the ship is, you know, this is their first duty station. If you or someone you know are in crisis, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. Virginia Commonwealth University has received a federal designation as a minority-serving institution. University officials say the school was selected because it has a high percentage of students from minority racial groups, including many who are Asian American or Pacific Islanders. This formal designation, given by the U.S. Department of Education, also allows VCU researchers to gain access to federal grants. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. There are so many issues playing out in RVA. I mean, pretty much anyone will tell you. There's definitely a lot of poverty. Finding affordable housing. Traffic, public transportation. Climate change and heat islands. Trying to find childcare in Richmond area. I'm Rich Marr, host of a new VPM podcast called RVA's Got Issues. Listen to the podcast starting May 22nd. Do you have issues with RVA? Haven't found out yet. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> 